Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time to talk some high school hoops right now. We do it on a weekly basis with the radio voice of high school basketball and football here on WHBC, our good buddy Dan Belford. Bells, how are you today, pal? Doing great, Rob, man. You, uh, you as well, I hope, as well as you, JT. Thanks, brother. All right, man. All right. Huge game tomorrow night. Federal League uh, top of the standing implications right on the road. The McKinley Bulldogs coming off the big win over Maslin, uh, but going to a hostile environment with the Green Bulldogs tomorrow night, Bells. How excited are you and Denny to call that one here on WHBC? It's going to be too much fun. I love going up to Green. It's really a great facility uh, to call a game. We're perched up high on this uh, track area. You have a beautiful view. McKinley's been traveling really well this year. Uh, you look at what they brought over to Maslin the other night. Uh, we did the Louisville game here uh, a week ago, and we got to the Louisville gym and the, during the JV game in the first quarter, and there were no seats left. Everybody was wow. already in the seats. Maslin was the same way. It's going to be a very electric atmosphere because this comes down to a possible share of the title is what we're looking at. Both teams have two games left in the Fed, one of those being tomorrow night, and I, I believe a – McKinley ends the season, last game of the year against Jackson, and Green yeah. will play, I believe, Glen Oak on the 16th. So this is a crucial game here in how it's going to shake out in the final game of the Fed. It's going to be, as I said, electric. It's everything we want this late in the season. We've got it for you on 14 Dan, Reed Sims the other night against Maslin, 33 oh. points. I mean, where did it come from? It comes from, and, I, and we talked a little about him last week, um, He's a, he's a combination of so many good players. He's a kid, seriously. If, if, if Sean wanted to, Coach Weatherspoon wanted to, on any given night, if he sees an opportunity to just push the, the go button and say, all right, Reed, take it over. If, okay. if the other team is getting a little disheveled and not, and not staying structured, he can break down weaknesses. He can, he can finish at the rim. He can shoot outside. He's one of the better intermediate range jump shooters we've seen all year from 15, 15 feet and in. He can finish with either hand, and he plays lockdown defense. This kid is a complete package. I can only think he's going to get bigger and better. He's very thin. I, I take it some weight will be put on as he matures too, but he is a fun young man, and, and what he did was, what, 22 points in the third quarter the other wow. night? And, and McKinley dropped 35 in the third, and there's your ball game. They're down by four and half. It really is just a matter of finishing out the fourth after that. Happy to have Dan Belford with us, getting you ready for a big game tomorrow night here on WHBC between McKinley and Green. And the benefit here for Green Bells is tomorrow's game and the game against Glen Oak at home. McKinley, if they want to share the Fed or the Fed outright, they're going to have to do it on the road. You talk about a daunting task, right, at Green and then at Jackson. And we know what it's like, and you've been there, Kenny, when we do Jackson-McKinley games at Jackson. My God, yeah. I don't know if it gets any more vibrant than that setting over there. So, that's you know, this is really a, a wonderful test, not only for the league title, but when you play crucial games like this on the road, which you're eventually going to experience in the tournament, should you get a couple 
two, three games deep. They're all going to be out away from your home environment. So this is a great test for both teams. Both teams can bring it. Uh, Green, even though they're home, I mean, they lost Antonio Martin. I was heartbroken when I saw that. He's out for the rest of the year. They didn't have him the other night in the loss against Hoban. And he's the guy who runs the offense. Now, he'll pop in 10-12 a game. But he's the guy that you, as a defender, you put on the other team's best kid. And he's a kid that controls things out front. Um, I think that really impacted them against Hoven the other night. They had 17 turnovers and got blown out by 20. And and by the way, if anybody was wondering if Hoven was getting their legs back under him, it wasn't too long ago, middle of uh, January, they were sitting at 500. Now they're at 12 and 6. So your defending champs are kind of getting things up there. But what they have to do tomorrow night against McKinley, what they've done pretty consistently all year is rebound the ball. When you throw kids in there like Rollison and you've got Jared Taylor and you have Jansen, another big kid, those three collectively on a night will give you somewhere between 20 and 22 rebounds. And they hit the offensive glass uh, very hard. That is going to be the big challenge for McKinley when they're up at green tomorrow night. Dan Belford calling the action. Denny Kincaid breaking it down with the numbers. We'll have it for you 7-ish tomorrow uh, from Green High School between McKinley uh, and the Bulldogs. So it's Bulldog against Bulldog tomorrow. Yeah. What about Jackson, though? Jackson kind of just, uh, you know, uh, laying in the weeds, right, uh, knowing yeah. that, hey, if we take care of business, uh, you know, we could still get a share of the Federal League Championship as well, Bells. You know, and that's true, Kenny. Uh, and you think about that, too, how many years over the years with with Coach Devevic and his kids, as you say, laying in the weeds. But at the same time, they've been there and done that. They've been tournament tested. They've been championship tested. They've been state championship tested. And they do take care of their own business more times than not. Very seldom have we been in a situation in any given year where Jackson snuck in based on what their opponents did uh, outside of their control. They're usually in the driver's seat. They just wait for their opportunity late in the year, put the pedal to the metal, and pull things out. They're going to be right there at the end. And if they don't share or win the Fed crown, they're going to be there in the tournaments just like they are uh, each and every year. They're just a a great collection of kids over there this year. Another big game tomorrow night over in Louisville. Maslin comes to town. Who do we like there, Dan? i got to go with Louisville. And and the concern here, too, for Maslin is we're looking back about six games, guys, and they were sitting at 9-2. and Now they're sitting at 11-6. and six. They've lost four out of their last six. They've lost three out of four on the road. Louisville is not an easy place to pull off a game uh, based on look at their one-loss record, period. They took care of McKinley over there and what was a wonderful game. Maslin has their work cut out for them. They are going to have to probably play one of their more structured games on offense and defense they have all year because Louisville is very disciplined. They're going to test you on that back line. They're going to test you on back cuts. They have kids who can bomb it from anywhere. They have kids who can kill you 10 feet and in. And they have a nice collection of kids off the bench who just do what is asked of them. That's a big, big game for Maslin tomorrow night. You don't want to fall to 11-7 and when you're trying to get some footing and you're trying to establish yourself at a level of play coming into the tournament. Good question, JT. Bells, will Chris Knight match up with Nigro tomorrow in that matchup? I would think so. I would. We saw that. Um, it's interesting you said that because we, we talked about that uh, 
with Nigro last week and, and Reed Sims, and we saw that at times. Okay. I also think at times the coaches, if it gets a little too aggressive, they maybe uh, just swing their guys out more uh, and switching man, which they did. You don't want to get your key players in foul trouble. We saw matchups, though, with Nigro and Sims, and they were intense and they were beautiful to watch. Both kids finish off the dribble. They do nice things. We'll see that uh, tomorrow night. Chris Knight, I expect to have a good game. McKinley uh, suppressed him a little bit the other night, made other guys try to beat them, and that was the strength of McKinley in addition to what Mr. Sims did. So, yeah, I expect that matchup to happen. I think athletically, Nigro's the best kid on the team to stay with him. So I'd be surprised if they don't go mano a mano there. Yeah, you wonder why Louisville's so good. Nigro's averaging 19.5. Uh, Braden Gross is averaging 16.1. Uh, that's just the points per game. Then you drop down, you look uh, at assists. Uh, Bo Siegfried leading the county in assists at 6-4 uh, a game, and he's also averaging, I think, in double digits. That's a nice uh, – we talked about the Cavs' big three, right? That's a nice big <laughs> three to have if you're Tom Siegfried, right? Boy, isn't it, though? And you mentioned Braden Gross, too. And Bo, by the way, you mentioned Bo Siegfried. What, what a kid, man. Not only that, he knocks down almost 90% from the free throw line, and from distance he's hitting around 44%. So, And that's what fueled them against McKinley late in the fourth quarter uh, last week. But Gross last week was the problem. He's a very active big guy. It's six foot five. Yeah, I think he finished the game with 27 and 14 rebounds, and he had a couple of blocks. And that's a challenge for Maslin, too. That would be a big concern for them, just keeping him within an average number and, and really be able to focus on – on the rest of the kids on that team. Two two amazing matchups in the county tomorrow. We're lucky to have one of them. Dan, what about my main man, Tom McBride? They're at home against Glen Oak. I know the coaches, they might have a little grudge match on the side there, but, I mean, Lake's starting to get a little bit healthy again. I think that, uh, what's the kid's name? Ch- Chance? Can't yeah. Kassenheiser? Is he full strength yet? I mean, as he goes, obviously, so goes that team, but it hasn't been a, a very good year for Tom, right? No, you know, it hasn't. You're always going to have years like that, too, where you kind of get into a rebuild structure. And the unexpected injury uh, to Chase caused a lot of other kids to have to work into the lineup unexpectedly and quickly, which in a way is nice, no matter where you end up in seeding and what have you, because they got some valuable experience. But in a losing effort the other night, Kasten Heiser dropped 28. He can still bomb it. Mm -hmm. He can uh, distribute. He can play defense. I think he's getting very, very healthy, and he's he's the cog in the engine that makes it go. When he's not clicking, they have a tough time. So uh, I expect him to have a good game. We'll see how that all shakes out. I do feel Glen Oak has more personnel to pull it out. Now the personnel has to make sure they step up and take care of their job. Should be a good one. We'll have it for everybody right here on WHBC. The Green Bulldogs hosting the McKinley Bulldogs in a huge Federal League matchup. Bells and uh, the legendary statistician Denny Kincaid will have the call for you here on WHBC. Bells, thanks so much. Great insight as always. Have a great call tomorrow night, all right? Appreciate it, Kenny. Appreciate it, JT. Be safe, guys.